I am Kyle West, the host of We Are The Universe, and that happens to be the podcast that you are listening to right now. Episode three, we're not even a week old, and we've got a third episode going out, it's a second in about 24 hours as well, and we're doing that because we're just coming out for the end of NXT UK Coventry, uh, a set of TV tapings uh, that are put together what we think is about six episodes of episodes for for the WWE Network, uh, which will air weekly, obviously, beginning from... Uh, not this coming Wednesday, but the Wednesday after for about six weeks, taking us through WrestleMania. Some big news coming out of uh, the second night of tapings as well, just as there was on the first night, which uh, we discussed in episode two, if you want to go back and listen. This show is spoiler-free, so don't you be worrying about having nothing spoiled for you. Uh, we will talk about appearances of uh, new stars, and we do mention uh, unfortunate injuries uh, that have happened at the at the shows this evening, uh, but we will not spoil match results for you. You will not find out any winners or losers on this show, so you can listen to it safely knowing nothing is spoiled for you for the next month and a half of NXT UK. Uh, so thank you for tuning in. I want to put that out there now. I'll probably say it again later as well. I'm always thanking people. Uh, I've got Day Owen on the show uh, this time. He's going to talk to us about his ringside seats again and what he witnessed and what he thought of the show. I had a great chat with him on episode two. Delighted to have him back for episode three. Really, really nice, pleasant guy and just a really, really devoted wrestling fan. So it's uh, great, great to have him back. So looking forward to, to getting that conversation out there with all of you listeners. We originally planned for this to, as we did yesterday, to be a short conversation about the tapings. Uh, but once again, it ran long. And it ran long because we both just really enjoy NXT UK and we uh, we just found ourselves talking about, about what was going on at the tapings and just about some other stuff to do with, with the show as well. So I hope you enjoy listening. Uh, please let us know your thoughts. I'll add some comments on again right at the end. Uh, but for now, let's start talking about Coventry Night 2. Day Owen, you're back on We Are The Universe. It is close to midnight, uh, so you've just got out of of the second night of tapings. Uh, yeah, Coventry. late one. Yeah, yeah, it went on long from what I could see on uh, the old social medias. Yeah, about Any three hours that? 40, this one. Do you think they were filming four episodes then? Well, it must have been. Uh, I don't think so, but after an injury happened between, I'll just say it right now, Noam Dar and Mark Andrews, I think that might have reshuffled the ordering of some of the stuff and they might have recorded right. like an extra match or two to like piece together an extra episode. So, Yeah, they well, you know, they did that. Um, well, I don't know if they filmed an extra one, but I remember when... Uh, when Joseph Connors went down on the first night in Cambridge, oh, uh, yeah. he was filming. Uh, he was filming for episode two, and uh, that never made TV then. But then I think they pulled like a Ligero match in. It might have been from what they filmed on uh, the second night into that episode. So they never. So on that night, they never filmed anything more. But obviously, they they must have filmed the, an additional match the next night too. Um... I think that was the dark match that they uh, had before. Yeah, because I remember thinking that. At the time, oh, I didn't even clock that. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I guess a dark, a dark match serves a purpose. Yeah, I was gonna say it's probably why they film them all the time. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Now you mentioned that, that makes that would make perfect sense. One reason they film them because yeah, I've always thought they're just filming it for extra content if they ever need it for DVDs or yeah. YouTube or the crew's already like there, that. so you might as well kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So uh, no, I hadn't really thought of that side of it. No, that's cool. Uh, so just before we sort of go into our spoiler-free. Uh, sort of breakdown of the show. Uh, overall thoughts, good? Yes, but like tonight especially, I thought it was much stronger than yesterday. Partially because of the crowd, not in terms of uh, 
in te- uh, attendance. I thought it was pretty similar all round, but man, they were just way more up for it tonight. Um, I know it's a Saturday night as opposed to a Friday night, so yeah, less people yeah. be working. But I, I don't know what I don't know why that would happen. Was it uh, an older crowd? It took well, I was in uh, adult, but was there quite a lot of families? Uh, more families from what I saw. Uh, so I guess that kind of motivates the parents and you know people to get involved. But yeah, a better crowd overall. I think the, uh, the crowds at NXT uh, UK have uh, been interesting to me because uh, this I, w- I won't sort of draw in. Well, no, I will join actually. So when it was just the United Kingdom Championship uh, before we got branded to uh, NXT UK, there was, I remember doing obviously the Blackpool, um, the original tournament, uh, both nights. And that was, you know, that was off the charts, crazy. Um, and then did Norwich uh, four or five months later, as we chatted about yesterday. And then I remember the first night, uh, we, we, you know, you mentioned yesterday, we got thrown out. And that was mostly, I think, because the crowd was shocking shockingly bad um and i that was mostly i don't kids. recall that do you not remember that oh mate it's stuck it's stuck with me it's something uh my friends and myself were always talking about that first night in norwich was there was a lot of children there a lot of families it's almost like you know they'd seen the uk tournament and stuff on on the network mm. and they're like oh that looked great fun let's take the kids and it killed the atmosphere in there it didn't help that it was like a furnace but um yeah, that was yeah, true. It was hard. Drive the garden chairs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Great fun. <laughs> yeah, it was that very night. Yeah, the first week they changed them for the second day. Uh, <laughs> and um, I remember it was such a bad atmosphere uh, in there. And the second night was the older. Um, it had more people. I can't remember what days they filmed on. It must have been, must have been a Saturday and Sunday again. Uh, it lined up with the Raw and SmackDown with the O2, didn't it? So it must yeah, have been yeah. Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, so they, uh, I remember the second night was an older crowd. And uh, it's not to criticise, you know, I've got two kids, but it's not to criticise the, the family environment, but the... Um, the atmosphere of some it felt more like Blackpool on that second night. And then when I went to um you know done the rollout but halls, that's a whole different beast. But then uh, NXT UK Cambridge uh, mm. was very much felt like it was the indie crowd uh, that was there. You know, it was um, very progress heavy sort of uh yeah, the, the songs to, to, to me to me that was by far the most rabbit crowd so far and yeah. probably the best set of tapings to be honest. But I think yeah, in terms of the crowd that was like you said, it was a lot more uh indie a lot more indie sort of progress fans that made their way up to Cambridge. Obviously, it's quite close to London as well. Yeah, so yeah. I'm not sure if... Um, it might have just been the intrigue going into the first set of tapings that yeah. might have dropped off naturally as it would, but... A historic moment, isn't it? Because you can yeah, say exactly. you were there for it. You know, that's one reason I made a desperate trip across Cambridge at the last minute for it. And uh, the... Well, I wasn't at uh, Birmingham. Um, I can't remember why, but I wasn't there. And then I was at... Plymouth, which was the next ones, and I noticed a, a real shift, um, and, it, and it felt more like it was. I think the show was about to start airing like a week later, but the um, there was more families there, more kids, and actually it wasn't detrimental to the crowd this time. But it felt suddenly there wasn't so much swearing at Zach Gibson. There was just the shoes off chants and all yeah. the, all the PG kind of um, chants that caught on for him, which is better because you know when when we do start swearing at Zach Gibson, it just gets drowned out by fake chants and booze for him and it sounds awful so you know I, i'd rather that we weren't swearing yeah, at him and stuff you know but hit us a live experience a bit but it's the it's you know it's a tv show and that's what matters at the end yeah of the day, so. a tv show is pg so it was, it was interesting thinking wow this this brand is sort of developing already like look there's kids and families starting to come to it now and i'm, I'm curious uh you know blackpool was very much a. It was being on a bender, wasn't it? <laughs> For yeah, just a bit. But it's curious to see uh, the, the makeup of the crowd in, in Coventry. Is there, is there still signs that 
um, NXT UK is starting to get a younger demographic and a more family demographic to its to its sort yeah, of fandom. It's, it's kind of as if the um, the whole brand appeals more to like the main roster type crowd that would just go to yes. a house show and you know Absolutely. in Cardiff. Or yeah, whatever. yeah, that's, that's exactly what Plymouth felt like. Yeah, and that, and that's a testament to how much of a star that people have, the roster have made themselves mm. and how much of a draw they can be because that's really what makes the money. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, you get the families in there. You know, you're selling, you're selling four, four seats instead of one. You know, or five seats, and yeah, uh, you think and it, all the merch. Yeah, do you think all that matter is a, It's just a matter of time until we do until we have NXT UK house shows. It's got to be in the uh, the plan, isn't it? Yeah, I don't think you can start. They've started signing some of the guys to, to full time deals. Because uh, if you think about it, like Pete Dunne right now only wrestles once a month, if that. Yeah, and that's not sustainable. Because exactly, so my, my thought process had been with like him and uh, I think Tyler Bates also on one of those tight deals, isn't he? And my thought yeah. would, be, would be that they would have shipped them over to Florida for the um, for the Florida runs and stuff um, mm. to keep them wrestling uh, on the weeks they're not over in the UK. But uh, I guess it's an option. But it's going to be risky if they do start doing um, doing house shows around around the UK. I don't think they can do them with the same regularity they do even with the NXT ones. No, no, it's, it's a smaller country. So. Yeah, and there's just so much competition, and and you don't want to start hindering ticket sales for your big uh, TV tapings. But it's got to be on. You've got to assume it's in their business plan is to to start doing more live yeah. events, and, and that's so. a way to reach even smaller towns, and you know, yeah, maybe run smaller venues like the ballroom in London where Progress runs. So. Yeah, yeah, you know, and I think like uh, the tram shed in Cardiff, um, Triple H has walked out there. Oh yeah, um, you know, for any, I'm sure you would have looked at that and thought, well, this is not. This isn't a TV. I used to, I used to be a part of the management at Tramshed, so uh, the uh, yeah. he probably was was in there thinking this isn't good for a TV taping for an NXT. Yeah. Oh, show. You can get a twenty by twenty ring in there. At the push. Yeah. yeah, but you know, he probably thought, well, that's definitely we can do a house show in there. You know, yeah. we bring limited roster, you bring your big names, um, and we can do it and probably make make some money off it. And you know, like they make their money off the merch on there as well. It's all about. Yeah, it's a sell that stuff, isn't it? So, uh, well, it's at the core of NXT, even the in the uh, even in the US, that it does lose money. Um, yeah, yeah. Just with a PC, but it's a long-term investment, as they say it. So, well, yeah, I, I guess NXT UK is no different, really, is it? It's the car, you start making your money back on the talent once they're on the main roster. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Cool. And I guess good, good way to sort of start chatting about the crowd and uh, and good to hear they were on it um, for the uh, for the show. We won't talk about any bad behavior from anyone in the crowd. I'm sure there, I'm sure there was a couple. And as you said to me just before we started recording, you told me there was a, there was one one guy. One, one gentleman. Well. Yeah. Seen as seen as you're um seen as you like Twitter famous, we probably can't go into too much detail anyway, because uh you'll probably know exactly <laughs> yeah, that's an issue. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, so uh let's, let's talk dark match um for this. Uh we had a debut. And I'm I was genuinely surprised when I found out this was how this particular superstar uh, who I'll let you reveal, uh, was sort of introduced to WWE. Yeah, so an Umbusigba debut. See what I did there? Yeah. Uh, I don't. But <laughs> uh, debuted against Ashton Smith in the dark match opener. I, this was really surprising to me. I shot up on my feet straight away. And straight away when I tweeted this out, there was a lot of sort of negative backlash on, oh, why this sign if, he, if he's just going to be in the, in the yeah, dark match? Yeah. And I was straight away, I thought, isn't it, isn't it better for him to, if he's not, not going to do anything immediately of consequence. Is this not a better spot for him? No, he's on the show. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't think... Uh, I'm sure they have a... I'm sure the wrestlers sometimes think, oh, I'd rather not be on a dark match or I'd be on the show, but they've just wrestled in, in front of cameras. Uh, yeah. And, uh, said, you know, they've got the crowd there as well. It's a full crowd at that point, really. When yeah. Because 
if, if you look at the reaction for uh, Ilya Dragunov at the Pro Wrestle Wembley show, which is probably the most casual indie fan, probably the most, um, the, the fan base that mirrors NXT UK the most was probably Pro Wrestle Wembley in terms of, uh, of an indie sense. Mm. And the reaction to Ilya wasn't the strongest. And I don't think that's, tra- I don't think it's translated over, the, over to the UK as well as people had hoped. So putting him in a dark match, get him, make him familiar to the, uh, the kids that we talked about in the audience. Then by the time the TV comes, They'll be more familiar, more familiar with them. And yeah, then... and start getting reactions on you when he's first. Yeah, the reactions uh... are better. No, so yeah, I don't blame so him. The um, did he debut under his normal name, or have they changed that? Uh, yeah, just as Ilya Dragunov. Oh, I didn't see the word unbezigba, but he is very much the Ilya that we know and love. Well, I'm still, I'm still heartbroken that uh, Donovan Dijak um, got renamed to. Oh, they call him now. Is it Dominic Dijakovic? I can't even say it. It's such a it's such a tongue twister. I tend to say Dijakovic. Yeah, I know. I do something something similar to that as well. And yeah, but Ilya Ilya Dragunovic. Yeah, even that seems (laughs) like it's not gonna. Can you imagine? Can you imagine Vince taking him onto the main roster? (laughs) (laughs) Just be Ilya. Uh, Okay, so that was obviously the dark match. So this, uh, so we think it was still three episodes uh, taped. Uh, We won't. There was a big announcement, I understand, that started the show. Uh, it was about Pete Dunne is going to defend the United Kingdom Championship at TakeOver New York. Uh, we won't go into who he's defending it against, for um, just for case of spoilers for anyone who's following the stories. But uh, what's your feelings on the title being defended in New York? Um, I love it, to be honest. I think it elevates the whole UK title. Mm. The, the more you feature on, on an NXT... I don't like saying the words proper NXT or main NXT because it's not. It's yeah. just a different country, but... I guess in NXT US, it, the more feature the title is over there on an established brand already, the, the more the title gets elevated. Yeah. And I'll be honest with you, I wouldn't be too surprised if if this title main event of the show. I have been thinking that all evening uh, for various reasons. Uh, we don't really know the impact of uh, you know the top four from NXT appearing on the main roster when they and they're on there again. It's been announced they're going to be. Um, Gargano, Champa, Ricochet, Alex Black are going to be on SmackDown uh, coming up now in a few days. Which, this close to Mania, suggests that surely these guys are going to be on the Mania card. You'd uh, think so. Otherwise, you? you wouldn't be, why are you so heavily focusing them? So it does make you wonder, is even the NXT uh, championship going to appear at TakeOver New York? Yeah, uh, you'd assume so. But yeah, there's, it's definitely yeah. not as straightforward as you no, would think. I don't, yeah, I don't think it is. And I think if it's not, then I think that the United Kingdom championship main events that show i'll tell you my one i got no issue at all with that championship being defended at that takeover i think it's great it's nice to have a live one i've got i've only got one issue is that the title has only changed hands one time so far and that happened in america in chicago yeah yeah now you know we're not going to go into the opponent and all that but it's very likely the championship could change hands again at this takeover yeah and again it's not in the UK. Now I've got no, and again, I have no problem with the title even changing hands outside of the UK. Mm. But my issue is we have yet to see it change hands in the UK. Yeah. I'm sure the time will come. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's two uh, years old. <laughs> it's, yeah. You know, it is. is over two years old. And yeah, it's, that's it's, mostly one ring. I know. Anyway, exactly. Yeah. But if we end up, if it ends up having changed hands twice and neither of those times have happened in the UK, it almost feels yeah. it devalues NXT UK as a show, I think slightly. Uh, for the yeah. UK and the fans, but, but if you cast your mind back to that night in Chicago, it's coming up to two years now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Do you remember that sense of pride though after that match? Oh yeah, that, that yeah, watched that live and yeah, uh, that proud to be British, mind, really. Yeah, yeah. 
would just be it would just be nice for a UK crowd to to witness if if it comes to Pete Dunne losing the title, it would be nice for that to happen in front of a rabid UK crowd. I mean, say I mean, yeah, I say it that it's the WrestleMania crowd up there anyway, which is going to be a lot of UK. <laughs> Pretty much and the same so, crowd. Yeah, as well. yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably booking your flights right now, Dave. So. <laughs> um, so we got that, obviously, that announcement. Moved on to the matches. Uh, any, well, let's talk matches. Any ones that stood out for you on the whole show? Yeah, Dan Maloney. A uh, really strong reaction to him. Wow. Um, he had a match against Jordan Devlin. Uh, not going to spoil the result, obviously. But it was more so, do you remember, if you cast your mind back to Norwich, do you remember the, the Alan Partridge yeah, uh, Dan, Dan chant? Chan got him over. And then, uh, and then so the next that... night they pushed him and pushed him. Yeah. <laughs> so that still exists. I, not quite to the same level, but it still exists. But I feel that, like the crowd is getting behind him in a more organic uh, in a more organic way. Okay. It's less of a gimmicky sort of uh, fan support. Definitely on the surface of things, anyway. Um, he's another one that was rumoured to have left, actually. Yeah, yeah. He's always... Uh, well, I was surprised when he first showed up, actually, on, uh, on NXT UK. I can't remember if he was on the Cambridge shows, but I think he, he definitely showed up. I think in the Birmingham ones, and I I was Birmingham, yeah, yeah. I was pleasantly surprised that uh, that he was there because I thought I thought he'd gone. Um, did he get Did he get decent time for this match? Obviously, it's not going to have had a main event spot, but was there? Yeah, it was like to it? second or third, like middle of the middle of the show match. So we're talking, yeah, about ten minutes. Yeah, and the match with Jordan Devlin. <laughs> it's never yeah. going to be bad, is it? Oh, if it can't honest, be. This, this guy, this guy should, be, uh, should be champion at this point. One of the um, best in the world. Any, uh, any other matches? Uh, not, not main event uh, matches, but any of like, the undercard, so to speak, matches that, that stood out for you on each episode? Uh, yeah, so you had um, Rhea Ripley and Zaya Brookside. They put on a really good match. Um, there was something, there's something about the women's story that I'm not quite understanding right now, but I think that was okay. because, so when we got to the, when we got to the venue, uh, they were recording something backstage and the arena was empty at this point. So you can just hear all the commotion of people fighting backstage and it sounded like women, but all the real, real security guards were like, what is going on? <laughs> it was uh, amazing. <laughs> so there's, they've definitely filmed something that they're yet to show uh, that would tell the story in a, in a better way, but. Yeah, Rhea and Zaya had a really good match. That's probably something, uh, that is something on NXT UK that you don't, I don't know if people know it if they haven't been to the show, but we do not see any of the backstage um, segments that show up on, on TV. And actually NXT yeah. UK is, is quite promo heavy for backstage um, backstage stuff or video packages. And we obviously don't see any of that at all. So sometimes storylines are created um, that... We have no idea about. Uh, so when the people when they come up for a match, we just think we're just getting there. It's almost like a cold match sometimes. You know, you have, yeah, you're not exactly. aware there's any heat going into it when actually there's two or three weeks of of uh, backstage shenanigans that have got us there. So yeah, I guess that when you sit there in the crowd, like you said, then uh, you know something got filmed that sounded like it's for the women, but you couldn't really track that when you sat at ringside. How that played into maybe the storyline that we were. Uh... Yeah, exactly. And wasn't um, even filmed for tonight. <laughs> yeah, we, we don't even know. I mean, it <laughs> could, for, could uh, have yeah, just been yeah. a real fight backstage. <laughs> for all we know. Could well have been. Yeah. Um, so Rhea Ripley's still around. We chatted, I think, a bit yesterday about. Yeah, I'm so happy about that. I'm yeah. just, every time she's on screen, I'm just yeah, I enjoy everything she does. So not getting any, any indication yet that she's wrapping up her time uh, with NXT nope. UK. Then no, she seems to have entered a pretty decent feud with someone. 
Awesome. Uh, so, well, whilst we're talking about the women, then let's talk about the uh, the big uh, the big news coming out, which has uh, killed my my phone battery with my Twitter notifications uh, <laughs> this evening. But uh, and that is that Piper Niven is back in WWE. Uh, I say back. Uh, I guess it's the first time she signed a proper deal. But uh, yeah. Piper obviously was in the the first ever May Young Classic, going as far as. She went to the quarterfinals and lost to Tony Storm, if I remember right. Uh, All right. So, um, how was she received by the crowd? I mean, she is over on Twitter. Like, it is unreal. Oh, yeah. the, the, the amount of pride, you've seen some of it, the amount of just good feeling and goodwill being shown towards her being in NXT UK now is off the charts. So, so uh, what was it like there in the, in the arena? Yeah, very positive reaction. Um, not a very surprised reaction, but just, you know, I think a lot of people saw it coming, yeah. um, but very much a positive one nonetheless. Um, she, no, I don't want to, st- I don't want to give that away. <laughs> yeah, we won't give <laughs> it's any a minefield right here. I'll, t- I'll tell you what I was surprised by is that obviously she's Scottish mm. and the next tapings are in Glasgow. I'm genuinely surprised that they didn't just hold off six weeks or eight weeks, whatever it is. Yeah, and and bring her in there. So, um, so that that was my only surprise there because we've known for about probably about a month that she's coming in. Um, yeah, Kaylee Ray as well. I'm surprised. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, two uh, two Scots actually that um, that have not debuted. God, it's crazy actually. Hmm. I mean, you, you thought they might have kept one back for the pop, but uh, yeah, uh, I guess that's a sign. There's more to come. Yeah, well, you know, someone put a photo up on um, on Twitter this evening. Or Instagram, I can't remember which one, and uh, it was it was another wrestling podcast, and they just put photos of all the all the new faces that have come into NXT, either from outside or from like other brands, just this weekend into NXT oh, UK, right. and it was just like, it was like, my God, this roster now is this is Loaded, crazy. isn't it? Oh, it to is. any to anyone beforehand that said NXT UK lacks any star power, ah, oh, it's come on, yeah, it was already it was already strong anyway, but like, yeah, just, the names getting put in there now, you're just thinking there is there are some tasty matches in there, yeah. That we can I think, look forward to. I think a lot of that opinion comes from the people who don't actually watch the product weekly. They just kind of read the results. Imagine that. And yeah, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah who, would want, who who would want to just do that? <laughs> <laughs> um, want to give a shout out to Travis Banks again, who had a really pheno- a, two nights of phenomenal matches. This time against Cassius Sona. It's just the guy's on a roll. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's uh, he's been uh, he's had a tricky time in NXT UK because. Uh... I think we chatted about it yesterday. The he obviously had the injury, which ruled him out of God about the first twelve, uh, twelve episodes, fourteen episodes of the show. They yeah, they, they did like a backstage thing. To yeah, sort yeah. of cast him out, didn't they? He was obviously carrying the injury already, wasn't he? Going into Cambridge, so they um they sort of, yeah. they did. I thought they very smartly actually worked around that. But the um, uh, he's come back. They presented him as a star from from yeah. the moment he returned back in the, at the Plymouth tapings and. Uh, but it's tricky because maybe the general audience don't quite know who Travis Banks is, really. Yeah. Uh, whereas we do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we've, absolutely. We've seen him elsewhere, you know, and, uh, and and winning titles all over all over mm. the UK. But uh, uh, but you know, you can't. His match quality is he's one of the best in in the in the company. Well, in yeah, the and, I th- and I think that mindset's going to translate over quite quickly after, after when people see these two matches that he has he's had this weekend. I think yeah, a lot of people are going to be jumping on that Travis Banks hype wagon. Oh, brilliant. So I'm looking forward to seeing where that goes for him. So um, we chatted yesterday about potential mid-card titles or something, but it's gonna, something's got to go on in that mid-card uh, for, or maybe a change in champion uh, will um, we'll spice up the main event slightly. 
you know, Pete Dunne hasn't done a whole lot of wrestling on NXT UK. Maybe, maybe that'll change with... Uh, it does make the title more more um, prestigious, though. The fact It's, that the, it's the Lesnar thing, isn't it? Where, yeah. the, like, if the title's not on the show every week, yes, it kind of elevates it, but you kind of... It makes it a bit more difficult to uh, keep up with things. Well, yeah, the tr- I mean, the truth is that there's not... I don't believe there's a, a more prestigious championship in WWE than the United Kingdom Championship. And that's not biased, but... I've, if, I've said that for two years, man. Oh, I completely you, agree. Just the match listings. If you, if you yeah. were to go through just the matches, uh, and just, even just in WWE for that belt, forget all the ones that uh, Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate obviously did as well outside. Mm. I think he... Te- I don't know. He must have defended just once, I think, Tyler Bate. Outside of uh, WWE against Mark Andrews in, um, I think it was Progress Orlando. It must have been. I think it was, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, Pete Dunne's done quite a few. But just just look, if they did a network collection of mm. just the United Kingdom Championship matches, you'd, you'd be looking at match of the year candidate after match of the year candidate. Oh, um, absolutely. And there's, yeah. no other, there's no other title that's got that. You know, it's normally on a main event spot, so it gets more time. So there's, mm. there's no other championship in the company that has. has I mean,. That's why before NXT UK was a weekly show, the UK title main evented NXT UK for months. Yeah, yeah. Or NXT US rather. Yeah, US. Yeah, yeah. The um, and I hope they don't ever sort of change that. I guess. And I guess that's maybe why they they're reserving potentially a title change for a live takeover rather than a TV taping. Mm-hmm. Although you do think that maybe if they did it on a taping, it would ge- it would definitely boost those viewers up. Uh, yeah. Once the spoilers went out, that Pete Dunne would have finally dropped his uh, dropped his title. But uh, I... God, we haven't actually had uh, Pete Dunne and Travis Banks, have we, in, in it's NXT a, UK? It's a weird one, considering their history and progress, and yeah. uh, even Fight Club Pro. You'd, you'd think... Because they like to put people together who know... Like, they know that they can work together. Yeah. Like Tony and Ginny, for example. That's probably oh, yeah. going to happen yeah. at some point. Uh, but, yeah, it's, it's a weird one. It screams TV main event. Possibly take over main event. Uh, yeah, with a good build. It does. it does. Yeah, yeah, Def, definitely a TV one. I, I always go back to that Jordan mm-hmm. Devlin and Pete Dunn match. I think that that's Phenomenal. in my top three of NXT UK matches. So um, yeah. the oh, well, how, what else about this show then? So, was there any others? Um, any other debuts on the show? We had Piper Niven. Uh, we had Piper Niven. We had Ilya Dragunov. I think that was it. Um, I know. Well, let's talk about someone else who. Uh, officially signed over yesterday, had a match tonight. That was a uh, Noam Dar. Oh, uh, of course. Yeah. He obviously, uh, as you mentioned at the start, is injured um, following his match. Uh, what yeah. happened? So Mark Andrews and uh, Noam Dar, they went about 15 to maybe 20 minutes, just over maybe. Oh, man, they were in deep as well. And oh, really deep. And, yeah. uh, to, be, to be fair to them, it was a really, really good match. Then Andrews goes for like a reverse Rana, um, like in the ring, just standing in the middle. I'm not sure what happened, but like it didn't look bad at all. They kind of sat on the opposite side of the ring. Um, referee Drake Verds threw up the X and called for a medic. I, I'm, I, on the surface of things, obviously I'm not a wrestler, so I don't know. It didn't look like anything went wrong, but I guess it's the tiniest mistakes that uh, cost you in these circumstances. Lots of reports saying it looked like it was uh, Noam's knee that went. Uh, no, I'm okay. you, but that makes me confused as to what happened to Mark Andrews because they both got stretched out. Right, this this is where it raises some questions. Now, I wouldn't want to. Before wanna... we go any further, obviously this won't make it to TV. So yeah, yeah, so yeah, it's not going to be on there, is it? But my question, I don't know. I, in in a in a world where you wonder if if anything's a work, <laughs> yeah, or, uh, on you. 
obviously it sounds like it no one was generally injured mm. but did Andrews look significantly injured before that and the only reason I wonder because obviously from what, what I understand you can tell me now uh, Noam Dar got stretched out yeah and then Andrews got stretched out afterwards yeah. now he Noam could be genuinely hurt uh, and I could be being disrespectful of that right now. <laughs> but <laughs> is there any possibility that he may have got back? He, They may have just said, you know, are you effed? <laughs> or are you going to be okay? And he might have said, well, actually, this doesn't feel bad. And do you think they worked a thing then for Mark Andrews to go out on a stretcher? Like an angle? Uh, so both men? Uh, do you, it's, or it's, do you just think that they are? That it does look like it's both men are genuinely injured? Yeah, I guess that's a... A good theory that would kind of cover it up, but because I wasn't there, you know, I'm, I'm just going on. Yeah. These, what I'm seeing on but, on the Twitter is the, is the problem. But at the same time, if it's not going to go to the TV, which it won't, probably won't, then why? You know, would you really do that? Yeah, well, this is it. It'd have to go on TV, wouldn't it? That's the only way it would make. Yeah, make any sense? Would be when they do fabricate injuries. It's normally like an RKO through a table or something, isn't it? Yeah, it's never yeah. Like a, a reverse runner, but like it, to paint the image, it was basically Andrews going for a reverse runner, but himself falling back and didn't really grab him if that makes sense yeah so it, they both just kind of fell but i don't know that, i still can't put my finger on like specifically what went wrong it's a bit like the uh the kid lycos injury at progress i, I can't it's it, you know it's difficult to actually pinpoint what happened yeah. i guess only they know but yeah speed recovery some, sometimes yeah well fingers crossed i mean i'm, I'm really excited for now i'm to come into the show on a full-time basis uh, yeah because apparently he's moving he's re- uh, relocating back to Europe yeah, now yeah as well, saw, that, so. um, saw that news uh, oh well free healthcare at least right <laughs> well it's good job <laughs> just in time I guess. Yeah. yeah i mean yeah like we, we joke but uh might have, oh, of course it's, it's conspiracy theories thinking it might be on all the work but it does sound like he's genuinely injured and yeah like you said uh, speedy recovery for him and from and for mark andrews as well hopefully it's not not too bad but uh mm. Uh, so, um, what main event is? We'll good to, we're going to talk about this time tonight. I didn't yesterday want to talk about what main evented um, the the whole show because I felt it might have spoilt uh, the angles um, that were going on. We will talk about the main yeah. event this time that you had though, because I think we all know it's been gearing towards that way. We won't spoil any winners, but but what headlined the show? Uh, so for us live in the building, it was Tony Storm against um, Ginny for the UK Women's Title. Quite surprising to me, I thought and. I spoke to a lot of people beforehand. Like they thought that would have been a long build over a long period of time, but yeah. no, they went straight to it. So we've had zero in-ring build for it. Is that right? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I don't yeah. think they've even like stared off in the ring or anything. No. So I'm assuming that uh, it's going to be built through um, pre pre-taped. Maybe that's what you were listening to. Yeah, um, possibly. The down some pre-taped stuff. Uh, we'll build up to that. Uh, the was it a good match? Yeah, really good match. Quite short. Uh, I'd say I, I left. I well, I watched the match with the same feeling as uh, when Rhea beat Tony originally in Birmingham. Yeah, it was like yeah. that. Oh, okay, that's quite short. A good match. A very good match. Probably one of the best so far. But yeah, it, it just kind of seems to be a common thing with these uh, female main events for some reason. They, yeah, they're not they, just they kind of feel short, don't they? Yeah, they're not often getting 20 minutes or so a day. But the, uh, I'll say something actually on that Birmingham one, because as I said, I wasn't at those tapings. And I remember mm. seeing all the stuff, um, the nature of what, what I do with the, with the We Are NXT UK account. Is that it's very hard for me to avoid spoilers. But uh, the, um, the posts that were getting made about how short the match had been, I didn't, I didn't feel that translated on TV. 
I really? remember thinking it was going to finish quick. And I just, it was going, it was going. And obviously, Tony was working a back injury. And uh, and I generally got to, I've watched that uh, match a couple of times. So I really enjoyed that match, actually. I always just thought, well, I say Tony was working injury well, but she was generally yeah, <laughs> exactly. injured. It was, it's horrifying <laughs> to watch a little bit um, with the way that she reacts when you, when you can tell when she does uh, do her back in. Um, but mm. uh, the, yeah, I never quite got the, um, the, the thing that you're saying there, that it was short, you know? Yeah, like, I think the Birmingham one ended quite abruptly, which this match didn't. It just felt short in its own sort of um, entity, if that makes sense. It's yeah. uh, third time nothing to do with the finish. Actually, now in, uh, in WWE. So, we obviously, Ginny and Tony have sort of clashed across the world, really. Oh, of course, yeah, because they uh, they were in the tournament, weren't the they? The Young Classic first round, uh, Men Classic the, as well. In the yeah, and then in the sorry, in the United Kingdom, uh, women's oh, get the bloody name of it right, the NXT UK Women's Championship uh, <laughs> yeah. tournament first round again. I, think I guess it it's a good thing that they're not just identically mirroring uh, what yeah. the, well what the story has been in progress for the last well, really about two years. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's just surprising that the, the yeah that given the match away three times. It's good though, as it means that um, yeah, we won't talk about outcomes and all that. But both women have, particularly Tony, haven't really um, touched hands with quite a few women on the roster still. So it mm. feels like there's a, there's a lot of matches in that women's division uh, that can be had. I mean, this was the um, and well, it's not the first. Yeah, Tony's obviously headlined one of the tapings before. On the set, on the second day, that was the Birmingham one yeah, as well. So it's a lot, a lot of faith going into the into the women's division, uh, which is great, great to see. I, I mean, I'm a massive fan of women's wrestling. I mean, in truth, I mean, main roster stuff. I mostly watch for for the women's divisions and yeah, uh, you know, doing great things. Yeah, yeah, that's moving over to NXT UK as well. So that's a well, good thing. Looking at the women's division now in NXT UK, I mean, we talk about stacked rosters anyway. But when you start reeling off the names that are in that UK women's division, it's it's off the charts. I mean, NXT doesn't compare. Oh, no, I, I think just me. in British wrestling in general, I think we have one of the strongest women's divisions anywhere. Yeah. Definitely. So, and there's yeah. still a few people now who, who are outside again of the WWE systems. They're going to be learning more styles and stuff. But like Millie McKenzie obviously isn't seemingly under any kind of um, contract. Uh, I get I get the feeling Candy Foss is on a, almost a pay-as-you-play kind of deal. Yeah, um, looking at where else she's working, I don't, I don't know. That's just, you know, that's just a theory. Yeah, of yeah um, but um, it's good that there's a lot still these young women out there, not all getting brought into the the WWE factory system mm. and getting taught to wrestle a certain way. Because uh, you know that's some people's maybe unfounded concerns about the United Kingdom Performance Center is that the um, they're going to get taught the WWE way of wrestling, which mm. don't seem to be seeing right now in the matches. They're definitely still letting them wrestle that UK style, I think. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's good that there's still, we've got a loaded roster for the women. Yeah, we are snapping up most of the, mm. most of the top UK women or women that are on the UK scene. Yeah. That'd be the better way to phrase that. Uh, but it's nice to know there's still a few out there work in Japan, you know, work in some of the other, uh, the in, independent companies in, in the UK. And I think, I think there's a lot of, yeah. I don't think the UK women's division has just even <laughs> regards to like angles and matches. I don't think they've scratched the surface yet. Not at all. I mean, there's so many people, like so many good trainees, even like people still in training. Like people like Bobby Tyler, maybe um, I think Zoe Lucas is quite new. Um, people that don't really uh, get booked on bigger shows all the time, but there's, I think there's more women in training than ever before, and that can only be a good thing for the scene. Oh yeah, definitely, absolutely, and obviously the, um, 
the men, the men speak for themselves. Well, so the tag team side of things, then, as, as we sort of near wrapping this up, the uh, we chatted yesterday about how things haven't really moved forward too much with the tag team side of things uh, mm. since. I mean, that's that's been impacted by you know they only flew over a small fraction of the roster for the uh, the Royal Rumble access tapings, and I think I don't think any tag teams went over apart from Mustache Mountain and. Um, and uh, Gibson and Drake, uh, we seen more development on that tonight. Then uh, are we heading towards uh, challenges for the the tag team. Yeah, tag definitely. Team? It looks like it's going to happen on TV, which um, yeah. isn't a bad thing. Um, yeah, we're going to have to wait about five weeks for, wow. or three to five weeks till the champions start appearing on TV as well, which I thought was a bit strange, especially come you know with a new title. You, I yeah, would, yeah. you would have thought that it would have uh, gone straight to TV to get some hype built behind it, but no. Um, yeah, like, I don't know. This is purely speculation. That they don't really... Well, okay, I'm not going to give that away, come to think of it. But yeah, you've got a couple of tag teams making some, uh, that have had some wins, making some waves, and they'll probably be coming forward to challenge the Grizzly Young Vets for the titles at some point, probably after WrestleMania. Oh, brilliant. Oh, you talk about like five and six weeks. I always forget how far away some of these yeah, these episodes are. It was the good thing about the double episodes, wasn't it? When something happened live, the, de- the delay wasn't too bad, so you can yeah. just... Yeah. Wait two weeks and there it was. I was thinking about this though the, um, the other day actually about the the double episodes and uh, I, used to, I I enjoyed I loved sitting down for two hours of of NXT UK I thought it was great but it, it, it occurred to me that I haven't felt that I haven't felt the cut down to single episodes like it hasn't felt like I've got to the end of the first hour and I'm thinking oh where's the rest It's weird It's weird the transition back I haven't noticed. You know, it hasn't felt like I've been shortchanged. Yeah, I've, every week. I, yeah, I'd agree. I think like, it's to the point where, like, I wouldn't be against you NXT US moving to two hours if they had to. So oh, that seems a no-brainer at this point. It's certainly a ninety-minute show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's yeah, like you said, you you, you don't feel shortchanged after the after the uh, the change back to one hour. Hmm. Uh, so the the Coventry tapings as a whole, um, how would they? How would you say they were overall? Uh, thumbs up overall. Uh, can't yeah. really fault it too much. Probably one of the strongest tapings so far, I would say. Yeah. Cambridge, probably still my favourite. Uh, Birmingham, not that far behind. But yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd probably rank it within uh, next to Birmingham on okay, the uh, on, on the on the list. And does it feel like it's feel like it's finding its feet now at the tapings as well? It's, it's, does it feel like it's not so? Yeah, it, it, I think it's it, trial and error. Just it's a well-oiled machine now. Yeah, it's becoming more of a routine for everyone. I think yeah. even the fans. That's gonna. I was about to say that even the fans, yeah, because people like yourself and myself, when I can, you know, it's a lot of people traveling around around the country. Uh, I am I right in reading that you're going to Glasgow for? Uh, it looks like it's so people? far. I mean, I've got friends up in Glasgow and uh, Edinburgh, so it looks like yeah, I'll probably be dragged into it. So that gives me an excuse. That's de- that's devotion. That is devotion. I mean, it's my birthday. It's my birthday in April, and uh, it was looking like uh, I got it's difficult to get some time off work in April for nu- numerous reasons. But so that's why I was probably going to go to the Coventry ones uh, at one point. Was it could be some, uh, you know, an early birthday gift. But I was like, oh, there'll be something in April. Mm. And then they announced it was in Glasgow. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, well, I'm in, I'm, in, I'm in Cardiff in Wales. Well, look, to I be got, fair, two kids. I ain't going to Glasgow. Yeah, <laughs> it's not going to happen. To be honest, though, so I live in Northwest Wales. Which is like the Welshest area of them all, um, but it's the easiest capital city for me to get. To, sorry, the most difficult one for me to get to is Cardiff. 
Yeah, well, I've, I've, yeah, I've done the trip the other way, and uh, it's, it's not about really four and a half hours. It's... Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's sat on the train for a very long time. <laughs> yeah, it's probably easy to get to Glasgow. So <laughs> yeah. that'll be a, that'll be a plane, I guess. Is it? Or are you gonna can, can you get on trains? <laughs> Wales doesn't have airports. <laughs> we're not, we're not where you are. No, no. <laughs> that'd be no, silly. No. Oh man, yeah. So I guess the trains up then. Uh... Yeah, oh, that'd cool. be worth okay. it. I'm sure. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, you know, the, the Scots getting their first. NXT UK event. I think it's going to be crazy up there. If yeah. I could be there, I'd be there because well, it's going to be. Yeah, it's going to completely flip the dynamic. The dynamic, isn't it? Because Gallus, who are heels, will probably be, uh, end up being cheered. Kaylee Ray, who's kind of positioned in a fifty-fifty role, probably going to get a positive reaction. There's a lot of. You know, well, this is what we we chatted about this yesterday. That it's going to be crazy in the sense that they're going to film about six episodes. Hmm. So there's going to be six weeks of TV where you're going to be all the Americans be like, yeah, why are Gallus good guys? Yeah, you're gonna be they're gonna be getting confused, I think, by uh by the how people react to it. I mean, I'm I'm assuming, you know, look, you've got Kenny Williams going up there actually he'll he'll get a big uh a big reaction. But I think there's gonna be they'll do something for the Scots, is yeah. what I think is gonna happen. I don't wouldn't be surprised. Um, yeah, I mean I, I can't I can't imagine Joe Coffey's gonna win win the title or anything, but you know, I think there's gonna be there'll be a big pop moment. For the Scottish fans, I think anyway. So uh, yeah, there's some no, Scottish uh, talent on that roster that it makes there sense. Is, isn't it? It's only when you start going through the list, you're a bit like, wow. So you don't really notice it so much. Uh, yeah, when you're watching the show, but yeah, there's a there's a lot of talent coming out of Scotland, and uh, and you've got some guys like Drew McIntyre ripping yeah. up on there. Because I feel like Scottish people. wrestling in general is kind of it kind of lives within its own little world in Brit Res. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, yeah, it's only it's when it comes to NXT, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's only when it comes to NXT UK that we realize how much talent is there, especially for us. Um, well, southerners, in a sense. So that's why there's so many there's so many matches in uh, in NXT UK between Scottish talent and talent from uh, the rest of the United Kingdom, which are almost first time matches for me anyway. And I, you know, I watch a lot of independent wrestling, but I've seen very little interaction with with Joe Coffey and some of the other talent on the roster, and uh, even yeah. Wolfgang. You know, I haven't really seen him apart from what he was doing in WWE uh, before we got the the UK show. Uh, I've only really seen him interact with those four or five people that kept appearing um, from the UK division. So it's uh, it's an interesting yeah. one. Um, it's, it's, it's interesting seeing the matches that are coming out out of sort of the Scottish talent. So um, cool. Well, I'm going to leave you there, yeah. Dave. You've, um, it's it's past midnight now. We're officially in Monday. No Sunday. <laughs> Sunday. God, I've almost yeah. I've got a seven a.m. trains. So I'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and Sunday Sunday trains as well. It's going to be. Uh, Oh. Let's have a, have a safe trip back back home. Oh no, you're going home. You're going to uh, Progress. Progress tomorrow, yeah, to watch Banks yeah. Devlin too. Wow, <laughs> or three or four. And that that match is going to be uh, that is going to be off the charts. Yeah, absolutely can't wait. Chris yeah, Ridgeway yeah. versus Volter in the main event. Whoa. Yeah, Chris Ridgeway. Uh, I don't want to fill uh, my podcast with chat about outside NXT stuff, but Chris Ridgeway is one who I am just hoping for and waiting to sign a damn deal. With NXT UK. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like he's probably in a position where he can make a lot of money right now, not being signed to anyone. Capitalise on it, yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, good luck to him anyway. <laughs> career. But I'm hoping, particularly his relationship with a certain uh, women's champion in NXT UK, uh, hopefully means that uh, he'll, he'll come over and on board one day. Well, enjoy the progress show, mate. Uh, thanks for doing the last two the last two shows. We'll definitely try and get you back. Uh, if your co-hosts on the developmental podcast uh, let you that you do it. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I'm not thanks. sure my contract allows. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, have to, we'll have to look for some fine print in there. But uh, cool. Thank you very much, Dave. It was great. Cheers, man. So that was Day Owen. 
Thank you, Dave, for being on the show. Uh, if you're listening to this, I appreciate it. Um, it sounds like Coventry was just a lot of fun. Very disappointed I didn't go there myself, but it sounds like there's been a couple of thousand people who went and did super, super enjoy it. Uh, so it is getting towards 1am. I'm going to sign off at this point. We are a few days out from the next episode of NXT UK, which will be the last one from Phoenix. We've got some big matches. We've got Tyler Bate versus Jack Gallagher. We have uh, Walter against Cassius Ono. We have the Grizzled Young Veterans against uh, Danny Birch and Oni Lorcan. What a stacked show that's going to be, and I can't wait to talk about that with all of you. I have yet and to confirm who my guest will be on the show for that episode. If you're curious about coming on, get in touch. Maybe we can work something out. That would be great. I'd love to just chat to someone we haven't spoken to before, but let's see what happens. Uh, either way, I'm loving NXT UK right now. I'm loving that the last few days have been devoted to it. I'm loving everything that's coming out of Coventry. The roster, we keep using the word stacked, but it is stacked. I cannot wait to see what this brand is going to do. And we're, we're in early days. We're early days into this. We've got about 38 episodes in the bag now. You know, and we're, we're talking about, there's going to be hundreds hundreds of episodes for this show touch wood uh there we go hit some wood uh so thank you for listening i hope you've enjoyed these uh these sort of summaries of both nights spoiler free uh for the nxt uk tv tapings we will endeavor to do these for all future tapings as well uh, but for now i'll leave you there i'm gonna go thank you for listening to my voice this was we are the universe i was and still am and always forever will be Kyle West. You can follow me on Twitter at Kyle Thomas West. Or please, most of all, just follow Twitter or Instagram for We Are NXT UK. That's the main account. Get on there. Let's get chatting. We've got over 8,000 people ready to chat on there. So please, please do that. Have a good weekend, guys. We'll be chatting in a few days.